Well, good morning. Welcome to Presbyterian Church of the Covenant, our annual festival of carols. Will you please stand and join us as we sing Angels We Have Heard on High. One, two, three, four. morning and welcome to the church welcome for braving the weather and coming here in the midst of the the tumult of rain but we needed it and it's welcome and we are grateful so this obviously is a special service today so we will be enjoying lessons and carols through our praise band And next week, there's a flyer in your bulletin, is the choir's cantata presentation. It's the gift. And they will have orchestra, beautiful voices. It's going to be quite a performance. So be sure to invite others and come and enjoy the gift next Sunday. 
Also, in your bulletin is the announcement for the Christmas Joy Offering, which is denominational, and those would be accepted any time. So, I would like to read to you from Zephaniah today, a song of joy. Sing aloud, O daughter Zion, shout, O Israel, rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has turned away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall not fear disaster no more. On that day, it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, O Zion. Do not let your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst, a warrior who gives victory. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will renew you in his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. At that time, I will bring you home, at the time when I gather you, for I will make you renowned and praised among all the peoples of the earth when I restore your fortune before your eyes, says the Lord. Will you pray with me? God of hope, peace, and joy, we are filled with expectation as we await your coming. We come to worship you and praise you for your indescribable gift to all people. We come to celebrate your goodness, and we pray that we may be witness to your new creation. We pray for light for those who wait in darkness. Make us ready to meet our Savior when he comes in glory. Let us go forth in joy in Jesus' name. Amen. The first reading of our lessons and carols today is from Isaiah, chapter 40, verses 1 through 5. Comfort, O oh, comfort my people, says your God. A voice cries out, In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. This is the word of God.
this on? Yes, it is. Good morning, everybody. I'm Carol Applegate, and this is Jane Jane Carlisle, and we're here to light the candle of joy. I have a little story I, I would like to tell you, and first of all, in Proverbs 17.22, the first part of that proverb says, a joyful heart is good medicine. As many of you know, last year I became a great grandma for the very first time around this time of year. And our little grandson, great-grandson, Ethan, um, who will be, in four days, will be one year old. Everyone says, what a happy baby he is. This is true. He is very happy. But when I look at that little guy, I see joy. He is surrounded by unconditional love. He is cared for. He is protected. He is comforted. And when he gets in trouble that only a one-year-old can get into, he is forgiven. Reflecting on this, I realize I, too, am surrounded by unconditional love. The unconditional love of God the Father. I am cared for. I am protected. I am comforted. 
and I am forgiven. I know in my heart, because God said so, he will never leave me or forsake me. So in God alone, my soul finds joy. Let us pray. This is the third week of Advent. Let us remember that the good news of Jesus' birth has the power to bring us great joy this Christmas season. Our joy isn't dependent on what is going on in our life, in our world, or the people that we are with. It doesn't depend on the gifts we give or the gifts we find under the tree. No earthly thing can ever give us complete joy. Our joy comes from you, Jesus. That joy that flooded the hearts of the shepherds, the angels, the wise men, the hosts of heaven, Mary and Joseph is the joy that still has the power to overwhelm our hearts with rejoicing. Father, you offer the same joy to us now if we know you and recognize Jesus as our Savior and our Lord. You gave us a reason to celebrate when you gave us this unspeakable gift of Jesus Christ. You came to dwell among us. You went to Calvary's cross for us. You overcame death and rose from the dead for us. You you forgave our sins and gave us eternal life when when we believe in you. Our joy doesn't come from our jobs our family, our relationships, our finances, or our success. Our joy doesn't come from what we have on earth or who we are with. Our joy is a gift. If the gift that you give us, the gift that you gave us that first Christmas in Jesus Christ, our joy is in our Savior, King Jesus. Flood our hearts with joy this Advent season, and reflect on the good news of Jesus' birth. In the name of Jesus Christ, who gave us joy, we pray. Amen. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. Now, the virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. The word of the Lord. Came upon the 
In Romans 12, Paul exhorts us, Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and constant in prayer. Standing on that promise, let us take our joys and our concerns to the one who has promised he will never leave or forsake us. Please pray with me. 
Almighty Lord, wonderful counselor, Prince of Peace, mighty God. We give thanks to you this day for who you are, Lord God, and for your bountiful blessings. We pray for your presence to be with us during this Advent season. We pray, Lord, that you would not let the distractions of the season, as wonderful as they may be, distract us from you. Still our hearts and our minds to be aware of the miracle of your coming, and in doing so, the fulfillment of Scripture. May we be renewed with a sense of awe and wonderment of who you are, Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, we pray for a world in need of a Savior. During this Advent season, may those who long for you, even if they don't realize it, find you. May your Spirit quench those who thirst for you. Living Lord Jesus, we continue to pray for Ukraine and its citizens. We continue to pray for this war to cease. We ask, Lord, on behalf of all those who are suffering and grieving to end this bitter war now. Make the way straight for peace and let the end of this war be one more Advent miracle. For your glory, Jesus, may it be so. Thank you, Father, for the release of Brittany Griner and for bringing her home safe and sound. We pray for Paul Whelan and all Americans being unjustly held in Russia and in other countries. Protect and surround each one with your Holy Spirit and bring all of them home safely and soon, we pray. As the temperatures drop and winter storms of snow and rain become the norm, we pray for those who are unhoused. Lord, keep them safe and sheltered during these harsh winter months. We pray, too, for those who are lonely or grieving this Advent season. Surround them with your Holy Spirit and make your loving presence known. Bring a community around them to uphold them and share the hope of Christ today. Glorious God, we pause to lift those around us in need of you and your healing presence. In need of your hope and peace and joy. In need of a fresh indwelling of your Holy Spirit. Be with each one in your strong and powerful name, Lord Jesus. Amen. And now's the time in our service where we joyfully give back. We present our tithes and our offerings to God for his kingdom work in this little corner of Costa Mesa. We're a mighty bunch, my friends. Today's offering is now received.
In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. The word of the Lord.
fourth reading yeah stand with me excellent you can kind of hear me okay good and after the reading you guys can on the on the stage can have a seat and i'll say a couple words and then we'll come back and but here it is our fourth reading in the text for this morning luke chapter 2 verses 8 through 20 that night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby Guarding their flocks of sheep, suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, The Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby baby, lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. This is the word of the Lord. Please be seated. This is the third week of Advent. We, we covered Elizabeth, and she had her shared dreams with Mary of hope. Last week, we, we took a look at Joseph and how Jesus gave him peace. Jesus is the source of all of these, right? Amen? Okay, good. Best concert you've ever been to. What's your favorite concert? Right there. <laughs> yeah, we got a lead. At, that's amazing. Yeah, round of applause. Best concert you've ever been to? I, I heard Sharon. She said Barry Manilow. <laughs> I, asked Session, I asked Session the same question, and two people said Barry Manilow. Does that say something about us as leaders? I don't know. I'm going to pray about that. John Denver. Mountain Mama, you too. Which tour? <laughs> the best one. The best one. Pop Mart, I saw Pop Mart and I saw 360. Those are good shows. The Geekers. 
The Gaithers. Okay, some gospel singers right there. Elton John. That's, that's L.A. Philharmonic. Paul McCartney, somebody said. I saw that too. Randy Spears been hooking me up lately. Thanks for being here, Randy. Uh, bon Jovi. Oh, on a steel horse I ride. Music has something special, right? This is the origin story of that. Up until this point in Scripture, at least, I, don't, I haven't looked throughout all the other history books, this is the first time that worship is experienced rather than joined in. Do you catch that? You catch that? Um, let's back up. Okay, we're, at the, um, we're out in the fields outside of Bethlehem. Been there. It's a real place. Amazing. They call it Shepherd's Field. Um, I got a story about that, but that's for another day. Um, We got some youngsters. I found out when I was over in the Holy Land, there's no such thing. You know, like there's no such thing as a slow, good mechanic. (laughs) Right? There's no such thing as an old shepherd. Shepherds, when you... When you're a shepherd, you're young. These are teenagers. A couple weeks ago, I said the, older, the women getting older in years or gathering older in years are the real deal. Remember when I was talking about Elizabeth? This is that text to the youngsters in the room. This is the text to the teens. You're the star of the story because the shepherds are out chasing the sheep. The people who own the sheep are kicking back, <laughs> drinking cognac by the fire. I don't know if they have cognac. So there's there's these teenagers out in the field, outside, outsiders. Probably a little smelly, but probably a little rowdy, joyful bunch. What happens? All of a sudden, the angel shows up and says, Hey, Messiah's coming. The good news train is, is coming to town. It's time to get on board. And then like that, it says armies of angels, huge, surrounded. And they're screaming. They're, if, if, if you want to look at uh, how loud they get, look in Isaiah. Remember when Isaiah goes into the temple and there's one yelling, one angel yelling to the other, and they're singing so loud that the building is shaking. This is a this is you guys complain about our contemporary worship. You guys need earplugs and stuff like that. <laughs> this is that on up to twenty. I venture to say, everyone who thinks back to that best concert, it was good music. It was good lyrically, and there was something about it that acted upon you, right? Like you felt it. It seeped into you. Joy is an interesting thing, right? Because it's different than happiness. And they say, you know, the difference between joy and happiness is you can have joy even through tough times. Amen? It's true, right? 
think that as you more, the more I've been thinking about it and preparing for this sermon, um, first of all, somebody needs to write a book of the theology of, of choirs and concerts. Right? Has anybody, I don't know, maybe, who's a good writer in here? That's homework assignment. That's application number one to somebody that can write. Just because there's, it's mystical. Think back to those concerts. Think back to those moments. It's both externally being placed upon you, and it's internally coming within, right? Right? Those moments, I, I was thinking back to one of my shows was this band called Fugazi, um, DC punk rock band, started the straight edge movement, long story. I'd never heard of them. That was part of it. I'd never heard of them. It was a really cheap show. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's part of it because I'm kind of a cheap dude. And they were phenomenal. I walked into this building that's owned by USC. I don't know, it's on USC's campus somewhere. It looks like a gymnasium. And this band blew my mind. And I remember, as the music was hitting me, I remember thinking, this is amazing. And it it awoken something inside me. that, That was rooted in my humanness. Have you ever read the the shorter catechism? Right? Westminster Catechism, shorter. What's the chief end of man? To glor- to worship God. We were built as worshipers and enjoy him forever. That's both of these things kind of intertwined, right? We're fully alive when we're fully worshiping, and we're fully worshiping, it makes us fully alive. It's a, it's a synergistic deal. Let's make sure I didn't miss anything on my thing. I know I'm hitting the cruise control because I know I can't sit still very well. Um, they're young outsiders. Comes from outside, but ignites something inside, original design. Um, it lasts. Those moments where God acts upon us through music or through something joyful, it ignites something inside of us, and then it becomes that thing, joy, right? And that's what lasts through thick and thin. A lot of times I think I've got some joy, but then I get punched in the face by life, and I'm like, I ain't got no joy anymore, (laughs) you know? Um, So what's our key? What's our key to... To experiencing joy, to internalizing joy, and to living out joy. What, 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 what do those shepherds do? They experience, yeah, that's right. They experience it. And by the way, let's go back. First application probably to everyone in here. 
is to show up next Sunday. Because next Sunday, we're going to have our choir, and this thing's going to be full. They don't even give me a place. I'm going to stand over here. This is where I'm going to preach from, right here. (laughs) Because this is going to be all full of music stuff. And it's pointing back to this moment. There's a reason why we do it this way. Right? There's a reason why we've done it this way. As a church for 60 years, and as the church capital C since Jesus, right? Since this moment. It's to set aside what you're thinking about and experience this is just a shadow a shadow of that moment where these shepherds are hanging out outside of Bethlehem. Right? What do I mean by shadow? Anybody in here like mango? I hated mango until I went to the Philippines and had a real mango. And now I can eat mango because it kind of tastes like that thing over in the Philippines. Right? Elsie, you with me? Elsie Har in the building? She's sick. She's sick? Pause for a moment. Heavenly Father, precious Lord Jesus, powerful spirit, lift up our princess, Elsie Hara. Heal her. Protect her. Bring her back to full health. And all God's people said, Amen. So we come here next week. That's our application number one. We also... Outside of these walls, we listen, we look for moments of God's joy breaking in, God's glory. Anybody in here watch Survivor? No? My daughter watches Survivor. Thank you. She went like this. This is, te- this is a total teen move. <laughs> she doesn't want anybody here to see. She watches TV with her dad every once in a while. In Survivor, there's these things called hidden immunity idols. And they're all out there. They're trying to survive, and you get voted off the island. You kind of know the principle, right? And there are these hidden immunity idols. And we were, last, we were watching the one from last season, uh, this, this latest episode. And there was a hidden immunity idol right in the center of their camp. And it was like taped to the tree. And you see all these people going, man, I can't find this hidden immunity idol. They're almost hitting their faces on it. And you're like watching it from TV, and you're like, seriously, snap out of it. Like, it's right in front of you. I feel like that's the church, capital C, most of the time. There's all kinds of God's glory moments popping out, happening. That's exactly what I was talking about. Carol Applegate, right? Great grandbabies. What are some other joy things that you've seen lately just popping out? Rainbows. Rainbows. New friends. Eye contact from a student. Wow. Let's have popcorn. This is from a five-year-old. Let's have popcorn and turn this day around. 
Anybody with that five-year-old, right? That's what I, I, look for those moments where God's glory is trying to pop into our lives. And listen to them. Because what do the shepherds do right after then? That's, a, that's not a big task. That's, that's not a small task. Picture Bethlehem is a pretty big city. And the angels say, all you got to go on is he's in a manger. And he's outside of town. He's on the outskirts. But they do it. I wonder how many people, they knocked on the door, hey, you got a baby in a manger? <laughs> baby in a manger. Anybody? Anybody? Baby in a manger. <laughs> Probably got annoyed, you know. I wonder if anybody, you know, got a little angry. Hey, it's the middle of the night, dude. <laughs> I don't have a baby in a manger. But they, they listen. They do it. They walk it out. And I love the end of this text. And I've preached sermons just on the end of this text, right? Because who else is a teenager in the room? Mary. Mary hears from some angels and says, you're going to give birth. You're going to get pregnant and give birth, even though, you know, you're going you're to be the mother of the Messiah, the Lord, King Jesus. And then radio silence, nine months. And then traveling on a road trip. And they end up in Bethlehem in this town. There's no room at the hotel. They're stuck in some dingy barn somewhere, and there's a stone little little uh, manger. They wrap the, the baby up. I, who's been a mom or a dad? Who's ever had that thought? Like, right, right away. Do you remember that, those first couple? Now what do we do? <laughs> you know, like, whoa, that's, that's a life. You know, wow, now what do we do? And they're just hanging out. They're going, now what do we do? And I wonder if she's got doubts. How could this guy be the son of God? Like, I gotta change his diapers. I gotta feed him. If he, if I don't feed him, he dies. How can the Lord die? What? There's all kinds of confusing things rolling around her head. All of a sudden, knock at the door. Hey, you're not crazy. Well, if you are crazy, you're the same kind of crazy as me because we were just hanging out on a field and a bunch of angels filled the air and they were screaming about this little guy. They were screaming how he was going to save it all. He was going to come for the least and the lost. He was going to come for the misfits, the the people watching the sheep at the outside of town. He's going to come for the hurting. He's going to come for the broken, the weary. The empire's not going to win. The bad guy is going to be be defeated by, by your son. And it says in the text, Mary took these words, and you can almost picture her grabbing them out of the air and putting them in her pocket and saying, I, I want to hold on to this moment. I want to sear this to my soul. Let's see if I missed any applications. Cynthia Bay, look on, be on the lookout for these joy filled moments and allow them to flow through you allow them to flow through you I think this is another crucial part where the, the church f- 
fails. At least I do. I get filled with the Spirit. I get filled up with all this stuff. And I go, man, that was an amazing service. Wow, that was an amazing moment. Wow, that was so beautiful. Who do I tell? Who do I share with? Absolutely no one. We're given these moments, we're given these messages for the people to your right and to your left. For the people behind you, the people in front of you. We're here to share. Linda, finish my sentence. Thank you very much. Or was it Susan? I had a British tint. That's good. I'm going to close this in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, precious Lord Jesus, powerful spirit. Help us to look and listen for you and your moments of glory and joy. Bring us back together next week where we gather and experience a shadow of that real moment that happened so long ago where your heavenly angels proclaimed the truth of Jesus the Christ coming to this planet. Help us to obey. And help us to not be greedy with these moments and these experiences of joy. May our joy be contagious. And all God's joy-filled servants of Christ said, Please stand.
These are in your orders of worship for a reason. And grab a couple extra. Share it. Invite people to next week. Thanks for joining us this morning. And thank you for being contagious and sharing your joy with me. My wife made the realization uh, the other day. We've been married 21 years, 2001 to 2022. That's right. We got married right there. Everybody knows that. This is the first fourth Christmas in our house. We've moved every three years since we've been married. This is the first time we're in the same place for more than three years. And that has a lot to do with you. That has a lot to do with you sharing your joy with the Griffiths family. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, receive this morning's benediction. May God's face shine upon you. May the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit guard and keep you. And may the peace of Christ, which transcends all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds today, tomorrow, and forevermore. May it be so. Amen.